PADCO decided to cancel these routes. Just explain, why is it no longer financially viable, you say? Well, firstly, thank you so much for the opportunity and a very good afternoon to all your listeners. Um, let's just go back a few steps. Um, in February this year, we sent notice to the Gauteng Department of Roads and Transport uh, informing them that the contracts pertaining to Mamilodi, Kaforis and Mayerton were coming to an end um, towards April, May. They then received that communication and requested that we continue our services up until the 30th of June. That request came directly from the MEC, Mr. Badi, as well as the Gauteng Premier, Mr. David Makuri, mm-hmm. uh, of which we agreed to continue our services up until the 30th of July. Over the past couple of weeks, we've been trying to engage with the department to uh, find a, 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 an understanding as to what the way forward is. Unfortunately, they have not been able to come back to us. And we have obviously, like I said earlier, informed them in February that we would not be extending our contracts when they come up for renew. Now, your question was, why are we not renewing these contracts and what does financially unviable mean? From, from a commercial point of view, it means that the, the, the entire bus operation um, can no longer make a profit simply because these three operations are no longer profitable. What that means is that the contracts pertaining to Mamelodi, Cathoris, and Merton go back, in some cases, 10 years. Um, and we, you know, you know we're we, we working off the cost base that was reflected 10 years ago. It's 2015 right now. We're still working off the same contractual base. The, the price of fuel has gone up, labor has gone up, spare, spares and parts have gone up. But the, the subsidy which we get from government has remained the same over a 10-year period. And therefore, it means that we've become financially uh, unviable in those, three, in those three areas. What it also means is that because we've been carrying a burden of these three operations for an excellent for, for a number of years, it's, it's had a very negative impact on us to be able to deliver an effective and adequate service across the country to all our, to all our, other, all our other stakeholders. So the business decision, and in consultation, of course, with the board and consultation with, with the department, was it's, it's going to be better for PADCO to therefore service the entire operation nationally if we let go of these three operations. It, it wasn't an easy decision to get to, number one. Um, we, we've been in the communities for more than 10 years. We've built relationships uh, with, with people, our customers most importantly. And, and it really is a third day for us. Is, it, is this about maximizing profits on, on one level, or is it actually about breaking even, Seppo? Are you making a loss? Because when you start to talk about the costs rising and not being, being given a commensurate rise in, in, in the income, I mean, are, are you spending more than you're making? The, the simple answer to that question is yes. Um, we, we have been making significant losses over the number of years, specifically in these three operations, which has therefore spilled over into our national operations. Why have these arrangements um, been so haphazard, Seppo? The, the way that you describe them is that they've sure. been extended almost on an ad hoc basis. The, mm. These, are, these mm. contracts expired 10 years ago, and they've just been kind Absolutely. of renewed on a month-on-month and then yearly and then kind of a, a, on an ad hoc basis. Why is that the situation? Has there been no real emphasis or governance around ensuring that this is a public service, not just about making profit but serving people who need to provide to this economy well you're absolutely spot on um over the last couple of years and i'm going back 10 years now Mm. we've been engaging with national with the national department of transport we've gone to parliament's uh, portfolio committee on transport to to state our case we've spoken to treasury Uh, and as you know it's unsustainable to run a business on a month-to-month contract if you go to any financial institution you request um, financial assistance no one's going to take you seriously because you don't you don't demonstrate long-term profitability or sustainability, and therefore it has been difficult. So over the, over the last couple of years, we've we've really exhausted every single avenue there is from a, from a legal point of view, from, from a political point of view, to say we need to engage in longer-term contracts. You know, um, the case we have right now is we brought the situation before before the Housing Department of Roads and Transport as early as February to say 
you know, if we don't act now, the, pe- the, the biggest people are going to lose out of this are our passengers. And as we're seeing right now today, you know, it's, uh, passengers are scrambling for answers, rightfully so. How many passengers do you think this is going to affect in the province? Well, uh, across the three regions, Mamelodi, Metz, and Kathoris, we estimate anything between 24 and 25,000 passengers are going to be stranded. And is there any alternative that you've been in discussions with? Has the city mentioned anything to, to assist those commuters? They haven't informed us of, of, what, they, of what their next move or plans are. And, and Seppo, I'm going to ask this question again. It seems as though communication is, is one of the problems here between perhaps yourselves and the department and the other stakeholders. Is that right? Because we're going to talk to the MEC. What should we put to him? Well, I, I can't detect you what you put to him, but I, I, can, I can honestly and categorically state that we have been, we, we've had an open line of communication. Um, we, started, we started advising the department as early as February to make them aware of the situation. In terms of our passengers, we engage with our passengers on, on, in, regular, in regular passenger forums. We have notices which go up on buses. So we've tried every, every route possible to be, to, to be open and accessible to not just our passengers, but to all our stakeholders. Chepo, I'm going to give you a chance to come clean as well in this. Is there anything that Patco has done wrong has, in these discussions that the MEC is going to bring up and then I'm not going to have a chance to bring you back? So would you like to respond to those things now? It's, it's not a laughing matter at all, but as things stand right now, we, we have done absolutely nothing wrong. Uh, we've been frank, we've been, we've been open. Uh, mm. But most importantly, we've wanted to continue the relationship because, like I said, you know, we've, built, we've built an affinity with our passengers. Um, this relationship goes, goes back 10, 15 years. It, it just wouldn't make sense for us to wake up one morning and say, thanks, but no thanks. So mm. it, it, it's with a heavy heart that, unfortunately, we, we, we have to go down this route. Seppo, thanks for joining us. Patco's spokesperson there, Seppo Tsotsotso, joining us uh, on the line. Shortly, we will have Gauteng's MEC. Ismail Vadi, good afternoon. Thank you for your time. Good afternoon, Ashin. How are you? We're doing very well, but we're a little bit confused. And to be honest, I think a little bit despondent today. Patco has told us they've been trying to engage with your department for, for well over 10 years. They've had contracts that have been lapsing, continually extended on a month-on-month kind of ad hoc basis. It doesn't leave us with a good impression of what the Department of Transport is doing for the commuters of this province. How would you like to explain the negotiations up to this point? No, I don't think that uh, that is entirely fair on, uh, in, the, in the way that Patco is presenting it. The national uh, subsidy for bus transport is determined by the National Treasury and the Department of Transport. It is a fixed allocation that we get to the, as, as provinces, so it's not money that, that we can use for any other thing but bus contracting, and we get a fixed uh, subsidy for that. Based on that subsidy, we enter into contracts with various bus operating companies to provide a range of commuter services throughout Gauteng. Patco has been the main beneficiary of that. This has been for many, many years, for well over 20 years, uh, and, and, and even prior to that. So I think they fu- they're fully familiar with the terms, the conditions, the nature of the operations, the regulatory framework. If Patco has made a business decision to terminate the eight contracts, uh, we will respect that decision, but they should not blame government for that. They said they've never been able to raise their prices. How, how can a business be sustainable if government's not prepared to give them at least an inflationary increase each year? As I said, that's determined by National Treasury. At the same time, Patco has over the, over the years increased its prices. It's not true that they have not increased their prices.
And, and these these month-on-month ad hoc kind of arrangements, wouldn't it have been in the interest of the public, in the interest of communities, to have a long-term sustainable agreement with one of your main suppliers? You say this has been the main beneficiary for, for much of that budget. Wouldn't, wouldn't it have been prudent, fiscally prudent, to have a better arrangement? We have signed with Patco and all other operating companies in Gauteng a three-year contract as of the 1st of April this year, and we've met with all the bus companies and we have in principle agreed to them that we are prepared to enter into a negotiated contract for the next seven years. So I really don't know what Patco is talking about. They said they've been trying to meet with you since February and those meetings have failed each time. They get no outcome and no feedback. That's absolutely not true. They have met with me and they've met with the Gauteng Premier. Uh, MEC, at the end of the day, this is affecting 25,000 commuters. This may be a spat between the department, or even if it's not, ultimately this is going to affect the citizens who pay tax who ultimately fund that budget that allow you to pay those bus companies. How are you going to deal with those commuters who are today not unsure of how they're going to be traveling tomorrow? No, we have concluded an an interim agreement with Autopex. We've just had a media conference now. Uh, Autopex will take over these contracts for the next three months. Uh, so the, there will be absolute continuity of services tomorrow morning on the same timetable that Petco was running and on the same fare structure.